Jake here. Thank you for taking a trip to the past with me. The original podcast version of The Americans will be released weekly, but if you don't want to wait, then go to jakebible.substack.com and become a paid subscriber. You'll receive access to all of The Americans as well as early release novels, audiobooks, and other exclusive extras. That's jakebible.substack.com. Now enjoy the original podcast production of The Americans. Cheers. Warning. This podcast reading is for mature audiences only. You will not be warned again. Welcome to the podcast reading of Jake Bible's The Americans, book two in the Dead Mech Apex Trilogy. The Americans is a sidequel to Dead Mech, meaning it takes place simultaneously with book one. You can listen to this novel first or start with Dead Mech. Go to jakebible.com for more information on this podcast, Dead Mech, and other fiction by Jake Bible. Enjoy. Hey all, welcome back to more of The Americans. I hope everybody's been enjoying it so far. Getting a little crazy exciting now, huh? There's some action. There's some battle. Some blood. Some guts. Some zombies. Some metal. Some bullets. Some bombs. Some crazy shit going on. Oh, I'm just a violent genre poet. You know it. <laughs> I just cracked myself up on that one. Oh my god. All right. Well, hey, you know what? I want to thank everybody who's already purchased the ebook of The Americans. And for those of you who are looking for The Americans in print, it is currently being formatted. We're getting that cover together. I'm going to get it through Create Space all printed up nice. So it will happen before Christmas. All right, folks. Um you will be able to get those handy-dandy little print copies for you, your friends, your family, your co-workers, random strangers on the street. Yep, you'll be able to do it. It's pretty awesome. Um, if you haven't gotten the ebook, feel free to do that. $4.99. I said there would be autographed copies of the ebook available, and I'm still getting that all set up. I've been a little busy. So um, as soon as I have that available, I will announce it. Don't you worry. There will be some announcing. I'm good that way. Uh, Dead Mech. If you haven't gotten Dead Mech, that is $2.99, people. $2.99. $2.99. Who knew? Yep. I dropped that price down. So if you haven't read that first one, go grab it. Get it. Read it. $2.99. I mean, how, how, how can you pass that up? Uh, Americans is $4.99. That's fair for a 100,000-word novel. I think so. Um, yeah. Got a few things else out there. You know, there's Bethany and the Zombie Jesus, that collection. There's 31 Days of Halloween. If you don't want the full Bethany collection, you can get some of the short stories for 99 cents. There's all kinds of stuff. I have a plethora of fiction for you, my listening audience, public, Fans? Customers? Friends? Friends. That's what's going on there. You're friends. All right. Um, I'm going to stop rambling now because it's gone on too long. But hey, you know, that's just how it is. You know you're going to get a ramble when you get an episode of The Americans or really anything I do. Rambling. Rambling's going to happen. 
Um, yeah, hey, if you haven't checked out my big-ass blog post, go to jakebible.com. I have a big-ass blog post there. Just look for it. It's titled Big-Ass Blog Post. It talks about a lot of what's going on with me, with the future of my writing, with the future of the podcast, which... I'll just let you read it. You better go read it. So jakebible.com, look for the Big-Ass Podcast. Big-Ass Blog Post. And that's it. All right. Done rambling. Thanks, y'all. You're awesome. You rock. And other things that are positive and good that make you feel warm and fuzzy inside and maybe outside in other places. Who knows? I'm not one to judge. All right, everybody. Enjoy. Cheers. Chapter 29 Hours went by and Mr. Stone slowly pushed his HAV and ground forces through the ghost attack. No matter what he threw at them, the jacks wouldn't stop, and what should have been a slaughter in his favor was turning into an embarrassment. Reinforcements have arrived, sir, Mr. Stone's driver announced. They are cresting the hill right now. It's about fucking time, Mr. Stone grinned as he checked the hollow. Even with their enhanced abilities, the ghosts wouldn't stand a chance against what was coming. Spiders! Stiles shouted. What? Where? Alex asked, watching the readings on the hollow scan. Bright orange spots began to cover the screen. Holy God! Heather! Alex called over the comm. You have serious incoming spiders and lots of them. What direction? Heather asked as she impaled ten shock troops in a row, a BC spike extending from her hand. She yanked the spike back and hot, steaming guts emptied from each trooper, spilling onto the battlefield. A nearby ghost rolled several incendiary grenades her way and she kicked each right at the gutted troopers. Their bodies went up in white flame, the BC and flesh melting off them in large, hot drops. Every direction! Alex shouted. They have you surrounded. How many? Heather screamed, taking several bullets in her midsection. She gasped for breath while she waited for Alex's answer. Alex, how many? Two hundred, Alex barely managed to say. Heather, you have two hundred spiders coming at you. Heather knew Alex was talking, but her mind tuned him out. She focused on the shock troops and the HAVs, the sea of zombies and other ghosts trying to fight and survive. She felt the shockwave of a nearby RPG explosion and struggled to keep her footing. Only the blinding pain in her abdomen brought her back to reality. She looked down to see a large chunk of HAV armor sticking from her midsection. Collapsing to her knees, she tried to pull the shrapnel out, but some of it was warped and twisted, lodging the metal between two of her lower ribs. Get up, she told herself. Pull that shit out and fight. You aren't going down this way. Heather concentrated and reformed the BC scrap, yanking it free and tossing it aside. Several shock troops converged on her and she went down under a flurry of driving fists and brutal kicks. Spiders! she yelled over an open comm channel. We have incoming spiders, people! I need a head count now! Sound off so I know who's with us! Twelve of the twenty ghosts responded. Well, that's better than I had hoped. She burst from the pile, her hands ripping right through bodies, gripping the spines of two shock troopers. The others fell quickly after. Have all HAVs move out, Mr. Stone ordered. We're pushing on while the ghosts are dealing with the spiders. No need to stick around. We'll just get in the way. 
What if the ghosts pursue? The driver asked. Two hundred spiders are about to pounce on them, Mr. Stone grinned. And as much as I want to witness this, we need to get to Lhasa as soon as possible. The driver gave the order and Mr. Stone watched on the hollow as the remaining 18 HAVs pulled into formation, continuing on towards Tibet. They're moving out, TL yelled. Spiders aren't known for their restraint, Heather replied. The HAVs probably want to keep out of the way of friendly fire. Heather spun in the air, her legs outlined with ever-changing blades, and the zombies the three's forces had enlisted fell. Most reformed and came at her again, but she kept twisting, ducking, hacking, and cutting until she had a wide berth about her. She felt bad for some of the creatures, knowing they had probably been shopkeepers, farmers, simple rural folk that were killed and recruited along the way. For the shock troops, she had no sympathy at all, and attacked without restraint, until there were no more troops left willing to engage her. Most followed the HAVs, but many stayed behind to fight, finding other ghosts that didn't have as much carnage lying about them. Heather had begun to pursue a group of troopers when the screams started. She looked to the horizon watched in horror as zombie bodies flew about in the wake of the onrushing spiders. She turned about, and everywhere she looked, spiders were coming. Her confidence tested. Heather spoke out. I need ideas, people! We can't let the HAVs move on, but there's no way to get to them through all the troops, the spiders, and the zombies now. We'll come get you folks, Stiles shouted over the comm. We will? Alex asked. How are we going to do that? You're going to shoot the shit out of those things while I fly right into the middle of it all, Stiles announced. That means all you ghosties will need to get to the center of that shit. Everyone on me, Heather shouted. What's the plan, Stiles? You can't pull us all up in the cage. No, I can't, Stiles agreed, but I can land right on top of you. Did he say land on top of us? A ghost asked. Yep, that's what I said. Y'all need to get in as tight a group as possible. I'll open the bottom cargo bays and plop right on you. We won't have much time, though, since I'll have to disengage the stealth system so you can see me. As soon as I do that, the spiders will target the BTT and head straight for us. You'll have about 30 seconds to all get on board. How's that sound? Sounds like suck, Billums answered, but I think I can give you folks some extra time. Screams erupted over the calm, and Heather knew some ghosts had met the first wave of spiders. Listen, Heather shouted, the spiders will tear us into as many pieces as possible to keep us from coming back. Do not try to fight them. Can't we manipulate their BC? A ghost asked. No, another responded. I'm trying, but something is blocking the The woman's voice was cut short. On me now! Heather ordered. Our objective is to take out the HAVs. We'll have to figure out the spiders later. Heather could hear panicked ghost voices. Several more cut short as the spiders fell on them. You know what you're doing, Alex asked Stiles. Fuck no, Stiles laughed. I'm making this up as I go. That's why I pay you the big credits. You don't have enough credits in the world to pay for the past couple days. Well... If we live through this, I'll give you a sweet bonus. If we live through this. Well, that's depressing. Yes. Yes, it is. The remaining ghosts grouped around Heather. Billums, she shouted. Get out of that thing and get your ass over here. No can do, Billums responded. I told you I would buy you some time, and that's what I plan on doing. It's suicide, Lister called. It always was. I was planning on dying, so die I will. Just get your asses on that fucking aircraft. 
Billums turned his mech back towards the stream of spiders coming at them. He opened fire with everything he had, obliterating the front row of spiders, their long BC legs flying everywhere and screeches coming from all. He spun in a circle, trying to give the group as much room as possible. Billums! Stiles shouted over the comm. Get out of the way! Your machine is too tall! I can't get close enough! Billum stepped away from the group, and two spiders pounced. He ducked one, but the second caught him square in the cockpit. Billum slammed at it again and again, finally dislodging the thing. He tried to fire, but three more attacked, and he barely dodged them in time. This ain't working, he muttered to himself, and the weapons at the end of his arms changed form, becoming massive hands. Let's go at it, motherfuckers! He punched with fists and blocked with forearms, sending many spiders back into the others, tangling them up and slowing their attack. The group could feel the air above them shift, and suddenly the BTT was there. They all stood stock still as it hovered inches above the ground, swallowing them up in the cargo hold. They scrambled inside, grabbing onto anything they could as the BTT's cargo bay shut, and the aircraft accelerated away. Heather sprinted up out of the cargo hold and burst into the cockpit. Show me the hollow, now! Good to see you too, sweetheart, Alex grinned, but obliged Heather, zooming the hollow in on Billums. The man-machine fought on. For every spider he crushed or tossed, five more replaced it. His massive metal limbs flew in all directions, fighting desperately to keep the spiders from leaping up at the BTT. Ten spiders attacked at once, taking out Billum's legs. The ghosts, now all gathered at the cockpit door, gasped and some turned away as bits of BC were shredded from Billum's mechanized armor. The calm crackled to life and Alex put it through the speaker. I've got something else up my sleeve, he gasped. Tell... My son, I love him. They all turned away as a blinding bright light erupted below and Alex cut the hollow. Fucking punch it, Stiles! He just detonated something big! Stiles accelerated as quickly as he could and the ghosts flew back from the cockpit door, their bodies tumbling over the seats and against the walls. The BTT hit Mach 2 and was away from the blast area before the shockwave could knock them from the sky. Okay, okay, Heather screamed, her body wedged into the doorframe of the cockpit. We're gone! Styles slowed down and Alex brought up the hollow scans. Now, let's find those fucking HAVs, Alex growled as he searched for the three's forces. General Millman sighed and rubbed at his tired eyes. He saw the hollow scan of the battlefield detonation and knew that it was all over. What do the other scans say? He asked a tech seated behind him. Eighteen HAVs disengaged and are already nearing our base, sir, the tech responded. Excellent. Once they are in range, then detonate, General Millman ordered. Let's make sure they can't pursue. Yes, sir. The general turned to his driver. How's our progress? Moving along fine, sir, the driver responded. All drivers are being relieved every eight hours. At our steady pace, we will reach the coastal rendezvous in 36 hours. As long as we don't run into trouble, the general added. God willing, sir. Leaning back in his seat, General Millman said a silent prayer for the good souls that were lost in battle, and for the souls under his watch that were still alive and trying to get to safety. He hoped they could get to the coast without incident, but he knew better. So what's the plan? Alex asked Heather. Gonna drop again? Heather stared out the windshield. Alex waved his hand in front of her face. Hey, gorgeous, you in there? Heather slowly focused on Alex's face. Yes. We're dropping in again. We have to stop the HAVs. Even if they can't catch up to our folks, we have to stop them from infecting more people. This could spread to epidemic proportions in just days. 
Sounds of retching and wet splashes echoed from the cabin, plus a couple low moans. Um, what's going on in there? Alex asked, leaning around to see past Heather. Sludge puking, Heather answered, and we have two ghosts that just turned and are, well, hungry. Keep them the fuck away from me, Styles shouted in alarm. I ain't no tasty treat. That's why I'm standing in the doorway, dumbass, Heather growled. We're here, Alex said. They're at the base of the mountain, and... And what? Heather asked when Alex didn't continue. And they are going around. Looks like they aren't heading to the base after all. Shit! Styles cried. They know we have it set to blow. They're going right for our convoy. Pretty sure I know why, Heather said. They want Beth. She's been their target from the very beginning. An actual working vessel would be pretty handy. You could transport nearly limitless information without detection, or risk of the info being deleted or erased. She could still be killed, Styles said. They've been trying, Heather responded, but they haven't even come close. That makes her even more valuable. Imagine what they could do with working vessels and their nanotech. Not to mention the knowledge gained from Dr. Lisbon's experience. I'll get the general on the comm, Alex said. Styles, you get us ahead. We're dropping the ghosts on the ground instead of an air attack. Heather, you get everyone ready. We need skills shop. Hopefully we can take them by surprise. Warnings blared in the cockpit. Styles, what's going on? Missile lock! Styles shouted, and the BTT banked a hard right. I don't know how, but they spotted us. They must have figured out a way when we came out of stealth back there. The spiders must have scanned us and sent them the specs. No, it's us. Me and the ghosts, Heather said. It's their tech in our bodies. That's what they scanned for. They just knew to look up. Shouldn't the stealth tech block the scans? Alex said, looking at Styles. Sorry, Chief, but when you and I designed this thing, we weren't counting on zombie virus nanotech being on board. Who knows what signal that shit gives off. Looks like we drop, Heather stated. They're gonna see us if we land in front. There's no way to ambush them. You better get everyone ready, Styles insisted. I'll try to dodge these missiles, but eventually they'll get us. I'm on it, Heather said, turning from the cockpit to the ghosts in the cabin. Okay, listen up, people. been listening to the podcast reading of Jake Bible's The Americans. This novel and recording are protected under whatever latest greatest Creative Commons license is out there currently. Share this all you want, just don't even try to make a buck off it without the express permission of the author, me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information, please go to jakebible.com. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Thank you for listening to this episode of the re-release of the original podcast production of The Americans. Don't want to wait each week for a new episode? Go to jakebible.substack.com and become a paid subscriber. Want more audiobooks? Go to jakebible.com for info and access to dozens of Jake Bible fiction audiobooks and ebooks. Cheers.